Hey, y'all. Hey, it's Danny. Hey, everybody. It's your girl, Joanne. Hey, guys. It's Trell, and this is The, the team. team. You know, Becca's on maternity leave, so I'll be sitting in for her. Um, yes. For a few weeks, yeah. whenever she decides she wants to Right, back. right. Um, and we have a guest today. To yeah. Where, um, it is our spiritual, spirituality and religion episode. So, you know, we had to tap one of the church folk. <laughs> you want to introduce yourself? Hi. No. Um, <laughs> no, my name is Greg. Uh, Pastor Greg. Joanne keeps telling me to say Pastor Greg. <laughs> I'm Pastor Greg. Yeah. And um, from my church is in Greenwich, Connecticut, but I'm from New York. Okay. Thank you for joining us. Pastor Thank you Greg. so much for yes. coming. Thank you for agreeing to come through on a Sunday. Yes. Right, yeah. <laughs> right on a Sunday at that. This on the holy nap- day. This is my nap time. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Sorry to take it from you now. <laughs> right. Right right after this, you can go to your right. name. Right. Um, so let's jump into it. Weekend recap. How was your guys' weekend? Um, I'll go first. My weekend was well. Um, so I did some yard work yesterday. Um, I raked the leaves. My backyard, we cut the tree down in the summer. So thank God I didn't have to do backyard. But just the front yard, my mom in the weekday, she was like, oh, can you help me with the leaves? And I was like, yeah, can we like pause that to the weekend? <laughs> so Saturday when I got home, I was like, you know what? Let me take the initiative. Let me go outside. And I basically did it all by myself. I was like really proud. Of- ahead, big girl. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I was really proud of myself. And I just, you know, hung out. And that was it. Oh, and on Friday, my little sister, she has a friend. So I took her and her friend out. They went on a date? The, I don't know. I was there. An so outing? Yeah, it was an outing. So I took it them. It was a <laughs> <laughs> So I took them out on an outing. And I, you know, paid you pay for, too? yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh. Because she be telling him all my business. So, um <laughs> He billed me for like therapy mm-hmm. sessions and he was like, oh, you got to pay this tab. So I was like, all right, I'll take you out. I'll take you guys <laughs> out. And then he was like, prior to, you know, meeting me for real, for real, sitting down, he was like, you're toxic. Like, you're really toxic. <laughs> so when he found like, I'm not toxic. Actually, me and my little sister are just alike. He was like, no, I, I don't believe it. So when he finally met me, he was like, you know what? You're not that toxic. <laughs> He was like, I like you. I was like, oh, thank you. That's what it is. You must have been putting on. Um, my weekend was very simple. Friday, I took a self-care day and I just stayed in the house all day um, and just relaxed. Saturday, I had a couple clients and then I was right back in the house because I was up like 24 hours. I could not sleep. So I spent most of the day sleeping in the bed after my clients. And then I just had a couple clients at the shop and now I'm here with you guys. And that's the end of it. It's yeah. a very quiet weekend. Pasta. Oh my! My weekends are <laughs> are either at the office or sitting down and just quieting myself. I normally just on Saturdays I'm just sitting there quiet. Right, because yeah. you're always on go. Always on go. I'm always doing something. I. Just got a new job. Uh-oh, more money. Shout out to Bank of America. <laughs> <laughs> listen. Right. Listen. And, um, and after that, you know, have a one-year-old. Right. 
Keep me busy. <laughs> oh, it's just, she's just getting started. It just getting started. <laughs> right. And I told him that and we were texting this week and he was like, um, why did I wait so long? <laughs> so then I go, I'm going to be in the same boat. He yep. was like, wait, are you trying to tell me something? And I it didn't, I didn't see the text like 30 minutes later. I'm like, what? I'm like, you're not going to get a pregnancy announcement out of me. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Listen, I just, she is, she is like, best thing that ever happened to me and she has me tired all the time (laughs) i'm like it'd be like that one like she is really just getting started right i was doing the math i was like i'm gonna be 63 when you're 20 (laughs) that's what this is not gonna be good she's gonna keep you young right she'll keep you young (laughs) Ooh. <laughs> she wants to get picked up she down. Wait till she starts climbing. Oh, she's she's already doing that. <laughs> and she's you talking ch- for real. And yeah. you gotta chase after they start her. Talking, they, don't stop. Stop. <laughs> they don't stop. One day she was just at me. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> to you. That's too funny. That was my weekend. My weekend was fine. Friday didn't do anything. Saturday I went to trail and got some services rendered. <laughs> <laughs> and your skin is glowing. Thank you. Courtesy of the Brown Skin Club. Co- Shout out to the Brown Skin Club. Up. <laughs> um. Then I did the bulk of Kendall's uh, Christmas shopping. Like not, I'm ninety percent done. Look That's at good. you, super mom. That's good, yeah, I ain't I done like, nothing. Let me just go bang it out, then go get it done. I only went to two stores. That's good. So next, like, I got the toys now. I'll just go get a few outfits. I really want to, you know, go all in on the outfits, but she ain't going nowhere. Right. And then this morning was like Sundays are my one day I could sleep in, mm-hmm. and so I took advantage of that. Yeah. But yeah, that was my weekend. Um, icebreaker. Icebreaker. Yes. So you're a newbie. Right. This is your first time on the show. This is my first time. Gotta break in. Yeah. So don't kill me. I won't. So we're all going to come up with a word or object and you have to like give us a mini sermon on it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, great. Okay. And I'll go first. My word is well. Uh, Well? Yes. Well. So it could be the well Mm. or you are well. Okay. Or it will... Yeah, it's well, well. <laughs> okay, well. The verb. We we wait. The it was the okay. The the object. The well. So it could be the object. Act the well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or it could be it is well. Okay, there was a woman that was sitting by the well. well. Right. <laughs> then then Jesus, this dude Jesus came by. It was like you know, homie, I'm thirsty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she was like. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You can go ahead and get something to drink. I got you. Um, She was out in the middle of the day, which was unheard of Mm -hmm. back then, you know, when somebody, when a woman was out in the middle of the day at the well where all the men be at, she was somebody. In the streets. (laughs) (laughs) She she was somebody special trying to help, you know, the men out. But, um, you know, Jesus said, you know, if you drink of me, you will not. Thirst. Thirst anymore. Mm-hmm. Amen. Uh, but what the message, the subject of that uh, message would be, uh, uh, you thirsty? <laughs> <laughs> 
good. Good one. Next. So we oh, we had to pick a word out of the Bible? Mm, whatever. Oh, come on. That sounded real biblical. I was going to pick something else. Well, my favorite slogan is... It All will, as well? Yeah. yeah. So. Um, so my word or object... My object was... Apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> At first I was like Birkin, but I was like... Oh my goodness. <laughs> Oh my God! Okay, okay. Uh, pocketbook, pocketbook, <laughs> pocketbook. <laughs> I don't know why you picked that word, but a pocketbook—that is, that is, that is something that uh, you normally carry along with you. Um, the Bible is is simple, and it says, "Take my yoke, take my pocketbook." <laughs> on because my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So a lot of young ladies, a lot of young women usually carry everything in their pocketbook. Ooh. Come on, preach. <laughs> right Come on now. Freestyle. Let's go, Pastor. <laughs> I'm following you. Let's go, Pastor. <laughs> Come, on. Come on. Come on. That was a good one. You know, a lot of a lot of people, a lot of men as well as young ladies bring pocketbooks and baggage along in relationships which they shouldn't be. So God is asking if you would just give me your pocketbook or your weight or your uh, 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 yoke, and he'll give back something lighter so it won't be such a heavy weight. Okay. 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 That was a word. That was a word. <laughs> that was a word. Go ahead, Trill. Uh, my word is new. Oh, Hmm. Today we we dealt with making all things new. Whether it be relationships, it has to be new. Whether it be um my mindset, um 2020 has um clouded our minds mm -hmm. to think that um everything is going to stay the same. I'm not there's not gonna be a change. The um the presidency is not gonna change because um, Mr. Trump has not left office yet or doesn't seem like he's going to leave office yet. But Mr. Biden is saying, oh, no, we're going to change all this. And everything is going to be new. Yeah, everything's going to be new. I'm ready. I was going to I was going to go. You're going to go in? <laughs> the new normal. You did really well. You did. See, good. Pastor? Yeah. I was, yeah. When you just brought it up. I just was laying in bed. My pocketbook was right there on my nightstand. <laughs> so I was like, let's go with that. That was a good one. That pocketbook, I felt that when mm -hmm. it was scary. Yeah. Um, I, I, you, you just said something. You said the new normal. I'm sorry. If go I'm... ahead. No, I told oh, you. Okay. It could shift. <laughs> you said something about new normal. Um, normal to me is never new. Normal is just normal. I do this because I do that because if you talk about new, you're talking about changing even your mindset about what I normally do. Mm -hmm. True. And my my normal isn't my. I'm not going to be normal if I'm new. You, you, understand, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So if I'm new, normal goes out the window. You know, I have to take a. This is not my normal way to work. Right. Yeah. It's. 
a new way, way to work. Of, mm-hmm, new approach. You know, a new approach to, thank you, a new approach to things. With the assist. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> that was good. Listen, I'm, I'm with all That makes perfect right. sense. He's dropping his, his, his line. Right. Raymer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so I have this little thing that I do. I randomly like split spit out lines of songs. Oh. So what I was going to do was going to get, uh, I'm still going to do the instrumental of this particular song. Yeah, I'm say, I know you're not about to drop a scripture because I'm just going to sit it out. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. But the song I was going to do... Um, it's from a local artist, and five years ago, they performed in New York, and Pastor Greg was there. And if you look at the YouTube, um, the song is I Won't Go Back. So he's in the background, oh, yeah. like, jamming. <laughs> and today, I texted my sister. I was like, what is that song again? And I watched the video, and I was cracking up because he was, like, jamming in the background. But that's I can't, my, I couldn't find an instrumental. But this is going to be. You have to tell me what song this is. Newer, this is. Uh, or older? Uh, the, the person, the artist is not new. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think you can get it. I don't know. I think you can get it. I don't really have it too high hopes on Danny, but. I'm going to say it's up to y'all. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Love is in the title. Mm, I don't know. Yeah. Um, Can you give us a hint on the artist? He is a pastor. (laughs) He is very rambunctious. Um, He's kind of like a younger uh, uh, Kurt Franklin. So it's Ty Trivet. Yes. That's the only person I'm like. Yes. Okay, yeah. What know. song is that though? Yeah. So you guys are done. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm yeah. <laughs> it's been playing for a while. And I love you forever. Oh yeah. How does that song? Oh yeah. Huh? I love you forever. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah, wouldn't yeah. got that from that instrumental. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was like last night. I was like, let me listen to some gospel. <laughs> <laughs> I know case. <laughs> I know that's the direction she's going. <laughs> it narrows it down a little bit, but um, yeah, I, I wouldn't have guessed Ty. But that was good. Go ahead, Joe. We, we uh, took our L on that one. Yeah, one back, come back. We'll start. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? Next time. Okay. okay. Right. All right. right. You do, but you be out there doing good. <laughs> when you're at the table, it gets a little shaky. <laughs> Pressure be on. <laughs> right. Okay, so let's hop into hot top. So our our first hot topic is shifting of powers. So mm. last week we had an we had an election. And it took a couple days, so we didn't know the results of the election for about three, four, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, four days. Mm-hmm. So they announced Saturday that Jill Biden was the winner mm-hmm. of the election. And um, still to this, well, I was going to say still to this day, 45 didn't concede, but he kind of conceded this morning. Did he? Because I feel like the last thing I saw, he still was like, I ain't He said it. he won, and then it was but. So it kind of mm-hmm. cancels out. So he won. But I'm going to take that as a concede. He <laughs> he said he won. He acknowledged that Joe Biden won. So to this day, the tallies, I think all the votes, all the votes have been counted. So Joe Biden, Joe Biden has 290 electoral college votes and 
45 has 232. And I'm surprised I saw that oh, this morning because for a long time, he had 214. That's what I said. Oh, he, I'm surprised he was right. because he was staying pretty steady. <laughs> he stayed 214 <laughs> since election night. Yeah. Right. But he just got, what, Alaska, like, over the past few days? Yeah. And South Carolina or was it North Carolina? North. North. We're holding North. out. Okay. North Carolina was waiting for him. Mm. Well, I guess. But he conceded. He's he's going anyway. I don't even care if he didn't like, concede. You don't even have not. to concede. Right. right. Today, you're out of here. You're done. You're but tired. for the sport of poli- you know, being this in this political field, it would be nice to concede. Like Hillary had to do it, and she didn't. You know. But do we really expect him to be the bigger person and be a presidential? Because he hasn't been this mm-hmm. entire time. So I'm no. not even surprised you're right. at his behavior. <laughs> you're right. I'm not like, surprised I'm, at all. I'm surprised he did it. I'm right now. Right. Like, I just thought he was just going to I thought it was going to continue, too, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he's out of here. And- I'm sure his public advisors was like, listen, stop being a baby. You play, and you playing yourself. Right. Like, you lost. He, and he, okay, like you said, he conceded. He won. But fraud. And they wouldn't let us look into it. And all this, like. Smoke and mirrors. Loser. Those are smoke and mirrors. That's, right. That's all that is. And he, he understood even election night that mm-hmm. it was no way mm-hmm. right even if he won multiple states it was no way he was able to win because biden won arizona mm-hmm. and pennsylvania mm-hmm. and pennsylvania and michigan mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he flipped yeah. a few mm-hmm. yeah he flipped a few so that was it was no way he was winning flipping yeah. georgia was big yeah yeah Ge- i was about to say that <laughs> and since you flipped georgia you still have a lot of work to do mm-hmm. because Georgia has to elect a senator mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and a runoff election. Yeah, in the runoff election. Yeah, January fifth. Yep. So it, although although I'm happy, I'm sorry to jump in like this. No, it's go ahead. Okay. It's an open, it's an open forum. It's on. <laughs> um, although the presidency was won by Joe Biden, mm-hmm. you know, great, awesome. Woo! He did his thing. He did his thing. Great, but. Um, if the Senate isn't turned, yep, yeah, he's gonna have a difficult time. Just like um, forty, what forty four did. Yep. And this is why I hope people. I hope we're happy he's in office and that there's gonna start to be a change. But please, please give the man some grace, right? Right. Because he has a lot to work on, and nothing's gonna happen. Goes right. It's not what he say goes, and there's just so much that has to be done. On top of the fact that we are still in the middle of a pandemic. So please give him some grace because it's a lot to change and it's going to take some time. Right. Shout out to Stacey Abrams. Big yeah. shout out to Stacey Abrams. Yeah. She did her Whoa. thing. She did do her thing. And then after losing. Even after losing. Right. right. She didn't get defeated. She didn't mm-hmm. get defeated. She's like, let me regroup and see how else I could be a, a service. Exactly. Yeah. That's how you the gotta ba- do it. Yeah. Exactly. That's how you gotta yeah. do it. She didn't take so, defeat. She went on. Yeah, he has to offer her some type of position. Right. I mean, even if he doesn't, she is, she has made a her mark mm-hmm. on history. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, all right, if you do, right. Eh. If you don't, right. Yeah, eh. I was yeah. thinking like, I hope he does offer her something, but in like, would she take it? Like, she might feel like she could do more or on know. the ground. Right. right. True, true, right. true. Right, right. right. True. Because she did, look at what she did. Right. Like, you didn't need no one backing you to do that. Nope. So you what can was do it. 800,000. Yeah. 800, that is New big. Orders. That's huge. That's, huge. That's huge. So hopefully, when they do vote for the Senate, 
those same people will go out and vote. Yeah. 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 And get somebody good in there. So hopefully, I haven't seen anything since, you know, election week, but hopefully, like, she's still out there, like, being mm. active. I'm sure she is. Yeah. She is. But still being active and trying to get people to vote Democrat. Mm. Right. Or just vote. So over the weekend, I yesterday, actually, was the Mega Million Man March. We didn't talk about Kamala. Oh, well, oh. it's all wrapped in, in one, but we could talk. Go ahead. I was just going to say we ain't like, you know. Oh, yeah. Congrats. Go ahead. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Shout out a, to you. Sis. Right. Being the first African-American South Asian mm. woman in the White House. Mm-hmm. Go Absolutely. sis. HBCU grad. Right. I can't wait to see it, what she does. I can't wait to see what she does. Yeah. Sh- I, just, I feel like a lot of people are going to uh, expect a lot. Of course. Mm-hmm. Just like they did with Obama. Right. Mm-hmm. They're gonna, but she's been um, be very vocal about black women being a backbone of democracy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then what was it evil? Yes, <laughs> yes. And then she came back and retracted it because they always she had it. to though. Because like what? Sis? But she was saying like that's not that's not what she meant. What she was trying to say was you know. But compared my, to Latino men, right? But mm-hmm. my thing is, why do you feel offended when one group is being congratulated? You have to throw something like, in there, but. Anything? we also have to congratulate such and such. The fact was black women did their thing. Truth in number. Like, right. right. <laughs> so why do you right. have to, ch- right there. why do you have to change the narrative and be like, well, also like we can just never, that's how it always is. With right. Enjoy the, the, the victory. Right. Mm-hmm. So of course she had to backtrack cause you know, a lot, she has a lot of black friends. They probably was on her. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> ah, ah. It's eight the like, time. You sure you want to do this? Read right. the room. Says read the room. Right. <laughs> read right. the room. Right. Right. So, I mean, it's it's expected. But we did our thing per usual. Yeah. yeah. But you, we say a lot of this stuff, a lot of the cattiness is expected. But, you know, what or how can we change the expectation? Mm. How can we do that? I mean, you know, Kamala is the first woman vice president, you know, either black or white. Right, right, right. Or woman ever. Right. You know, so how how are we changing that narrative, though? How are we saying, okay, let's big her up while she um, is in office? Because to be honest with everybody, um, this vice presidency is very important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because... I love Uncle Joe. <laughs> That's but, what I used to call him. <laughs> but Uncle Joe is old. Yeah, yeah. You know, and Kamala got a big, big responsibility. She does. Yeah, big absolutely. responsibility. And we have to support her. Absolutely. Yeah. Because they're going to try to tear her down every chance they can. Absolutely. Right. Yep, yep. I was, I was watching, um, I'm a Netflix kind of guy. Mm-hmm. And I was watching uh, uh, Becoming. Mm-hmm. Yes. coming. I I wasn't trying to prepare for today, but mm-hmm. it just came up in my mind right now. They were literally attacking. I'm gonna call it affectionately Auntie Michelle. Right. They couldn't get they couldn't get President Obama. Mm-hmm. No. But they was literally giving Auntie Michelle the business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And she almost broke. Yeah. Because we. <laughs> as a collective body really didn't support her as much as we should have. Yeah. And so my suggestion, just one person, but my suggestion is that we completely 
and begin to solely support this young this young lady. Right. I young. I agree. Like I'm old, but <laughs> yeah. I agree. I agree 100. I totally agree. All right, now we're moving on. So my next topic was going to be the uh, moving forward. <laughs> the Mega Man March that happened yesterday in D.C. Actually, MAGA. Right. Um, so is that what it was? Yeah. yeah. MAGA Million March. Oh. He only got, Trump only got 5% vote in D.C. So I don't even know why they why held it. it. Like why they even held it there. I would think go to a state where they he really, really won. Support, right? yeah. But they went there because I guess that's his home. And of course, he rode in to like, you know, woohoo the supporters. But they were like, it was underwhelming. Like, low, <laughs> <laughs> like not a lot of people went. Like all his rallies. Right. 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 <laughs> like that should have told you something. I'm like, y'all do all that talk, but y'all don't oblivious. show up for nothing. <laughs> but he, they probably just threw it together like last minute. If it was something real, I don't know. But no, no. Let me just well, no, because, because they were just trying to do a press conference at the Four Seasons. Uh, and it was like a landscape company. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so clear, clearly they can't organize anything. Well, um, January 20th, Inauguration Day is set in stone, you know. Mm-hmm. So they right. didn't show up to that either. <laughs> they didn't. <That's> so <laughs> they don't show up to nothing, but they have all that mouth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they they also probably held it there and named it that. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not a yeah. coincidence. You're right. doing it on purpose. Right. right. So when night fell, you know, it started to get a little crazy in D.C. The residents there was like, ah, 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 you ain't coming here to turn up. And, you know, got a little rowdy. I seen like a, cu- a couple clips, but I didn't get no context. All I saw was like clips of people. I couldn't tell what was going on. It just was chaos. It's it, <laughs> a whole bunch of chaos. It like chaos. A whole bunch of chaos. But where were we're all the news outlets saying, you know, when we were out there protesting for George. Uh, George Floyd and mm-hmm. Rihanna and mm-hmm. all the others. We were like looters. looters. Right. And always speaking of looters, I'm sorry, sidetrack. Did y'all see that in Florida that they're yep. allowing the stand your ground, like they're extending it and they're allowing um armed citizens to shoot looters. Yep. <laughs> Here we it's go. It's beyond me. So you're putting policing on citizens then. Right. Citizen so arrest. No, because I saw a TV. <laughs> you want to shoot. I got to die. And I bet you you're not going to shoot a white person. You're going to shoot a black person, even if you think. He may not even have nothing in his Now hand. you can't even be moving. Don't be moving. Right. They're going to thank you still. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. Right. But, okay. Back on topic. Um, they have a lot of mouth and they don't have anything to back it up. Mm-hmm. And like, they're so angry. Why are y'all so angry? It is um, privilege. Mm-hmm. Privilege make you angry? That would make me happy. No, right. <laughs> no, no. It's, it's privilege taken away. Mm-hmm. I have like, y'all, we were just talking about it. I have a one-year-old and every time I take something away, from her. Also, <laughs> like, oh, you think they're they're feeling threatened. That's that because is. you're taking their okay. privilege away. That makes perfect sense. Absolutely. A lot of stuff is changing and black people are in places that you probably didn't right. think you was going to see them. So I can And they're see saying that. this is not how it should be. Right. This is my land. We're shaking up their world right. a little bit again, a little crazy. Right. Hmm. But you would think, well, I would think that like, we're not so far removed, mm-hmm. but we've uh, we're removed a little bit. Where where you're like you still think about this stuff? Like right. 
I could expect it from like old white people stuck in their weeds. But yeah, it's, but it's, y'all like in your forties and fifties. But it's talk. Like that's ridiculous. But it, yeah. it's, it's, gener- it's generational though. Yeah. It, r- racism is not an individual thing. It's generational. It's like, hey, my grandmother thought this way, mm-hmm. and so, my great grandfather thought this way, and now I'm thinking this way. Right. We're getting more progressive white people. More white folk are becoming accepting, it mm-hmm. seems like. Yeah. So, like, okay, Kendall's four. So, like, though our kids. Mm-hmm. Well, hopefully. Yeah. We're, you think we would see a change, hopefully. a shift I would by hope that so. time? Well, can I say 71 million people voted for 45? Mm-hmm. I'm not really sure if it, it's going to change. Too much. Too much. But we have to equip those that are behind us mm-hmm. and, you know, those that are our are, are babies to listen. This is how you handle somebody like that. Mm-hmm. This is how you talk to somebody like this. You know, don't let them run over you. Right. We ain't having that. Right. Like you're seeing your ground. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know. Don't turn the other cheek don't, now. No. Right. <laughs> no. And I was, as a matter of fact, I was doing watching a, the Malcolm X documentary on My who killed guy. on who killed Malcolm X, mm-hmm. and one of his lines said, um, "He said, well, people uh, teach black people how to turn the other cheek, mm-hmm. and if we, I'll say it, if you say it to the white person, hey, you turn the other cheek, let's see how you feel." And I was like, whoa. <laughs> because they don't have to do they don't right. have to do it. Right. Like, let them get inconvenienced just a little just bit. Just a little bit. Just by wearing a mask. Just, right. Let them have to wear a mask <laughs> just so they don't die. <laughs> they turn it up in the store. God and, forbid. And that and that's why this privilege thing is such a big thing. It's like, oh, whoa. I'm taking this away. Yeah, supporters are Might so as well get the program because it's, it's crazy. <laughs> we like, had why it. are y'all just so angry? Anywho, <laughs> I'm Charlie. You rooting for anybody black? I am. I'm rooting for Malik Senegal. He's a 23 year old from Mississippi. He is the youngest black person to be certified as a Boeing 777 pilot. Okay. The world's largest twin jet plane. Um, and usually people don't get into that role until they're like in their 40s or 50s or have you They've know years of service or whatever. So it's an honor for him. Um, and according to the Bureau of Labor and Statistics, as of 2019, only 2.6% of American pilots were black. Mm. So, making stride. Right. And he's going to be using his certification to leave flight instruction at New Heights Aviation in Batesville, Missouri. So, shout out to Malik Senegal, 23. We're rising. That's right. big. I, I love huge. seeing black people in fields that we're not typically. Typical, yeah. Right. And then being like at the top of the field. Right. Like doing not just being basic and... I'm going to do the bare minimum, right. but like really like coming in and like shutting it down. Right. And because, you know, we got to exceed everything. Right. We, gotta, we can't yeah. just be good. We have, we have to, be to work exceptional. three and times as hard. It's <laughs> 2023, like fresh out. So that's that's awesome. Can't wait to see what else comes from Mr. Malik Senegal. Mm. Shout out to you. Shout out to I'm you. about to finish this communion juice. Oh, yeah. We have communion. We have up communion. Here. <laughs> we breaking bread and fellowship in here. <laughs> um, I don't have uh you tried it. Do you guys have it? No, but Trump did. <laughs> he definitely did for not he trying to concede. You tried it. Right. Ooh. You believe yourself. Has anybody, you know, got you twisted this week? 
at work or oh <laughs> <laughs> oh because it sound like it'll be say that <laughs> it sound like it's gonna be good <laughs> I can't say that okay we understand. I have to hold my tongue all the time. <laughs> yeah, I've I've learned how to well not say what I'm thinking. Yeah. Mm. That's a skill. It speak is a three skill. times before you speak once. <laughs> yeah, because if I if I say what I'm thinking, mm-hmm. people would ask me the question. I thought you were a mm. mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Don't tell me awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, question. <laughs> no, I, I got family members who would do that for me. <laughs> I thought you was. Pastoring. I thought you was. Yeah. <laughs> Can we get into that though? Go ahead. We, we, right, go ahead. Into it. Yeah. we right here. We actually get into we, the main event. No, can we get into that? Right. Because we we feel. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> we feel like let them use you, <laughs> like pastors. Sometimes of gods, mm-hmm. like on a pedestal. Mm-hmm. On a, we put these people on pedestals like they cannot mess up at all. Right, mm-hmm. right, ever, <laughs> ever. Like I understand, and and I love social media. Listen, I'm on it. I when I go home, I'm I'm swiping. I'm. <laughs> You're doing Instagram, something because I'm Facebook. <laughs> I, listen, I'm doing whatever. Twitter. I'm yeah. I heard in New York. Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, but you know, I, some of the stuff some of these pastors doing is dumb. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. You you you're, you're slow. <laughs> you're slow because you know there's you know social media out here. You're right. Right, you know what's gonna moving happen. funny. You know that if you move at twelve oh five in the morning, somebody's gonna see you. Right, and people know you because you on TV. Right, come on. Yeah, well they say ain't nothing open at that time, but legs. So. <laughs> <laughs> you should be out there. Right. You shouldn't be out there. Uh, you know what the missionary said. That's what I'm saying, and that's what I'm saying. But we we act like. There, some unrealistic expectations. Yeah, yeah, we have like unrealistic. Come on, like come on. Like I'm not. Too. I'm not perfect. I mess up. I flip up. To keep it one hundred with y'all, sometimes I feel like cursing. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Excuse me. Sometimes I feel like cursing. Sometimes it it might slip. Yeah. I might cuss, but I'm still a pastor. Right. I'm still human. Like, and we can't, we can't say that pastors are not human. Right. They're not Jesus. They're man. Mm -hmm. Jesus was the only perfect person that lived on the earth. And we die daily. We die every single day. Mm -hmm. And the flesh is weak. We saw that episode too. We saw like the congregation. Pastor, no, no, for real. This, no, this flesh is 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 crazy. Yeah, we we were created. We were created to literally enjoy everything on the earth. Mm-hmm. That's what Adam and Eve's purpose was mm-hmm. to enjoy to enjoy flesh. 
Whatever that means. Whatever that means in your context. Mm -hmm. Right. Enjoy flesh. You know, and, you know, sometimes when people go outside the, the constructs of marriage, then there's a problem. If, if you're a pastor or if you're not a pastor right, or any kind of relationship, there's a problem. But there's a thing called grace. Mm-hmm. Yep. There's a thing called mercy that we have to have with these people. If you keep doing it, doing it, doing it. I was just, just about to say. Don't it. abuse the grace and <laughs> mercy. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like if you one keep, time is understandable. Yeah. When you continuously do it and just think it's okay, baby, it's Now not you okay. got a problem. It's not okay. Right. You got to go and talk to somebody. Right, right. Yeah, yes. Sit there's down. Not, there's, I, and I, I love God. Please don't get me wrong. I love Jesus. I love God. I love church. I love all that. Mm-hmm. But... If you're continually, if you're constantly doing this, there's an issue with you that you have to go and talk to somebody Mm -hmm. about. Yeah. You sit down and talk to somebody. You go get you a psychologist, psychiatrist. Go sit on the couch (laughs) because there's an issue. There's a deep-rooted issue that you have that you need to talk to somebody about. Mm -hmm. I want to, listen, mom, okay. Go ahead. My mom died four years ago. My mom was my world. When she died, I realized that who I am is not who I'm supposed to be. When she died, I went almost nuts. Mm -hmm. I had to go see somebody. Mm -hmm. I literally had to sit down, take my little nara behind and sit down and talk and see what was really going on Mm -hmm. and talk about that 12-year-old Gregory that got hurt when something happened. Talk about that 16-year-old Gregory that, you know, was, had had cancer and almost died. Talk about that 18-year-old Gregory that had cancer again. Again. Mm -hmm. You know, talk about that 21-year-old Gregory that had cancer again. I had to talk talk through this stuff mm-hmm. because your family members can do some things. They can be there for you, but you know, some of those people are just going to um they might pacify the problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that was good. <laughs> <laughs> they might pacify the problem without trying to correct it. Right. There there has to be a correction. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and we blame. We blame the church for a lot of the stuff yes. we do. <laughs> no, baby, no, you did that. Right. Yep. It was your fault. No, it wasn't the church's fault. It was your fault. Yeah, I feel like um, a lot of people, you know, when church people mess up, mm-hmm. that discourages other people from going. other people from going. It's like, oh, that's what they do at church. I don't want to go there. Right. But that's why you gotta have your own relationship, relationship with and- God because you can't go based off of people. Because, like he just said, the flesh is weak. Right. <laughs> you know, people are people. Like we're not immortal. Like we we are not perfect. So right. this is why you just can't and- be looking to others and being like, 
well, I'm not going because they doing this over there. Like, and now if the church is a hot mess, right. there ain't no anointing there. It's sometimes right. that's totally different. You got to walk that's away. Because that's the thing. And that's totally different. But you, because the past, I mean, granted, I don't want to go to church where the pastor is not le- living the life he should. But again, like, we got to understand they're not perfect and things happen. And we ha- we have to understand also that although, <laughs> although the, the pastor is um, a mess, mm-hmm. And, you know, the congregation might be a mess, but we have to take what the word, what word is coming out of his mouth Mm -hmm. very seriously. Because um, even um, God had to get a word to Paul, Mm -hmm. Saul, while he was riding on a donkey to Damascus. He got knocked off the donkey and the donkey started talking to him. So it, it is important that we don't, Focus on God speak to the messenger, right? but right. focus on the message. The message. Yes. We have to really focus on the message because mm-hmm. I am a hot mess. Mm-hmm. I'm a hot. I'm. Ooh, I'm a hot pickle. I like that you um, talked about like family and your like journey. Mm-hmm. Like in my notes, I you know everybody comes to Christ at their own time, mm-hmm. and say, so, okay, we're a group of friends, and say. Trail, you decided that you like really wanted to get into Christ. Mm-hmm. That could have an effect on our relationship. What mm-hmm. I, I may not understand what you're trying to do, right? So I may like downplay it, right? And it could work the other way. Like now we call it new Christians, right? So now you want like I'm pushing box. you away. I'm saying I can't yeah. do you because you doing this. You said that, you know. And then we've had that happen, right? And it mm-hmm. made me think about um, I know we talked about being equally yoked or whatever in romantic relationships. But, like, you can't be discouraging your friends exactly. on their own, like, path. You got to let them do them. That, I mean, that's no... No. Like, that's them. That's their right, thing. Right. And just you, like, what I want to say. How do you, like, think that people should... Navigate, navigate that? You have to. You have to live your life in front of them. Right. Let your light so shine that man will see your good works and glorify your father. Amen. You got got the scriptures. That's my favorite scripture. Bars. You got bars today. (laughs) (laughs) But my thing is, I'm living my life in front of you. All right. We going... Okay. I'm going to probably be one of a few pastors will say, listen, y'all go ahead. Go to the club. Go enjoy your life. But I'm not drinking. Right. I'm going to go dance because like I likes to dance. dance. Right. <laughs> I likes it. <laughs> but, you know, when it starts getting crazy, I got to go. Right. You know Don't what I'm saying? Pull yourself away. You know, but I'm, I'm going to holler at y'all. Peace. Love you. Woo. But you, you got to know how to even... Um, deal with your friend. In any good relationship, there has to be boundaries. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, even even when talking about religion, even when talking about God, mm-hmm. there there has to be boundaries. There has to be a, a time where it's just like, oh, wait a minute. Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna touch it a little bit, but I'm gonna back off. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna I'm going to say, you know, a little something, but I'm going to back off because what you're going to do at the end of the day is you're going to push people away Mm -hmm. from God rather than drawing them. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Oh, man. 
There was, I'm, I like history. There was the um, Spanish flu mm-hmm. of 1918, I believe. And the reason why there was a revival after that is because a lot of, a lot of the quote-unquote church people were the nurses and the people that would take care of the people that were going through the Spanish flu. I don't think personally that they were saying that, you know, to the utmost, Jesus. I don't, no, no, I don't think they were singing and doing all that other stuff, but they were living their lives in front of the people that were sick. So all of a sudden now there was a, a, a boom for churches right after that. So during this pandemic, our, our relationship with God has to be such that, listen, I'm not going to push God on you, but my life is going to show Reflect who God it. is. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? But Can you talk about the difference between um, religion and spirituality? Because I feel like that plays a part in it too. I feel like when I'm, I have a spiritual relationship that I'm just, you know, I'm able to be me mm-hmm. and I'm not pushing people away <laughs> because they're not saved and you know as christian like as i am or whatever yeah whereas i feel like when you're overly religious you're just like the person that's standing on the corner outside like screaming at people just walking by it's like that's pushing people away Mm -hmm. so can you talk about the difference between the two see see my thing is this i was and i studied that too (laughs) (laughs) my thing is that um like i was saying earlier in any good relationship um there is boundaries there is something that there's things that I do, but I won't cross that line. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So religion for me, being religious for me, is the act of um, setting boundaries. And within those boundaries, your spiritual life is. Mm-hmm. So I'm spiritual. I'm definitely spiritual. I believe you know, in speaking of the other tongues. I believe in the prophecy. I believe in all that. You know, but there there are things that I do that if you're on the outside looking in at me, you would say he's not really religious. Mm-hmm. But my boundaries, my religion is not um yours. Right. My spirituality is not yours. Right. I can't um I can't put you <laughs> man, that's good too. I can't <laughs> I can't put you in my box. Mm-hmm. And that's what a lot of church people do, yeah. try to do. Yeah. They try to put you right. in their box. But it's right. tailor-made. It's tailor-made for me. Mm-hmm. That's true. I'm the reason why I love God so much. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> getting excited, right? I'm getting excited. <laughs> I can hear the organ yeah. playing. <laughs> <laughs> the pastor voice coming out. Yeah, the pastor voice is coming out, and I'm getting warm. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Let him use you. The reason why I, I love God so much is because he He literally healed my body. Mm-hmm. Like, Go ahead. Like, at 16, sis, I was diagnosed with cancer. At 18, sis, cancer came back again. At 21, sis, cancer came back again. At 23, cancer again. Six cycles of chemo, no, six cycles of chemotherapy and and eight surgeries. Hmm. I'm still around. I believe in the, uh (laughs) I believe in the doctors. 
I believe in medicine. I believe in all the, the chemotherapy helps. But I also believe the prayers of my mother, mm-hmm. the prayers of my grandmother, the prayers of my aunties and my uncles and all them, they help as well. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's why I love him so much. That's why I go like that YouTube video you saw. Um, <laughs> I, won't I won't go back. back. I, I won't go, go back. back. I'm not going to go back in my mind. I'm not going to go back. Because they, there's, there's pockets, there's places in my mind I can't go back to because I've been delivered from that. Mm-hmm. You know? But it wasn't, it wasn't um, a man. Man didn't do that deliverance for me. Mm-hmm. Only God could have done that deliverance for me. Because I'm, if anybody else would have been through what I've been through, you probably would have went crazy. Yeah. But he built you for that. Yep. <laughs> he built me for this. Yep. Okay. That's another one. That's, That's another one. <laughs> I was made for this. Yep, yep, yep. But go ahead. <laughs> He's like, let me calm the spirit down. Let me calm, let me calm down. the spirit down. Um, that was funny. I, you have any, I mean, I have more. Have no, go ahead. Um, go ahead. Let me get You know, we was talking about, you know, having friends and some being in Christ and stuff. And I thought about it this morning, how some people don't come to Christ because of fear of missing out. Yeah. Like I'm I'm not gonna be able to enjoy myself. I'm gonna be boring. I'm gonna be stale. Like so like having fun in Christ is still a thing. It's definitely it's thing. definitely a thing. And it's doable. It's it is very thing. doable. Let's now let's stop that too. Right. Like you can't ooh, I can't go to the movies. No, you go to the movies. <laughs> right. Yeah, I can't go to the basketball. No, go to the basketball game. Those those rules that were set were of the church of old, mm-hmm. you know, because there were some things that the pastor saw that the people were going to be getting into that they couldn't handle. I'm, I'm to the uh, realization if you can handle it, go ahead. Yeah. And I think it all goes to like the boundary because I was that person like, I was the goody two shoes in the group and I wouldn't do this. I wouldn't do that, but I would still go out to the club, but I wouldn't drink. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So I knew that I was enjoying myself, but I knew also I didn't want to disrespect the boundaries I set for myself within my faith. Mm -hmm. Honestly, it's all personal. Absolutely. And it's your own journey. But I do see like when you see a Christian out like somewhere like the club, oh, what is she doing here? <laughs> like, it's like there's zones you can't, things you can't do, places you can. But I feel like you can just respect your faith, mm-hmm. respect your God, and respect the boundaries you set for yourself. And okay. the people who are around you <clears throat> will respect your boundary. If they're really for you. Yes. Right. Respect your God, and they will respect your sp- spirituality. And also, if it's true. And also respect the fact that you're not going to be this new person overnight. Like, if right. I'm just now coming to Christ, right. I still got a, I got a whole bunch of stuff I got to work right. I'm not going to just automatically be like this. I got to wear my long skirt down. <laughs> right. Show. I'm at church every Sunday. Sure you know, I don't cuss. I don't smoke. I don't drink. That's not going to happen. Like, we're human. So right. it's a Take process. Time, yeah. It's a process. It's and gradual. we're going to always fail. Like. I've been in church all my life and I made plenty of mistakes. I know right from wrong. I know God. Mm-hmm. I know what the word says, but there's been plenty of times I've made mistakes and I'm probably going to make more tomorrow. It's just, ha- that's how it is. Mm-hmm. I'm not, because I'm a Christian or I'm saved, I'm not going to be this perfect person. We'll never be a perfect person. Mm-hmm. No. 
And but you don't, oh boy, uh oh, <laughs> you don't want to make your your process um, a problem though either. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be like, oh, God knows my heart, right? <laughs> Right. <laughs> like, I'm going to do this because he knows my heart. Right. I'll ask for forgiveness later. <laughs> no, you got to be intentional with that. Right. Like, you really, you want to come to Christ. And like, yes, it takes a process. Like, it takes time for things. But you have to like. But you have to be intentional. There do has it. to be some sacrifice. Right. As right. You got to let something go so God can fill you in with something. Absolutely. And it's like, and I, I don't, I don't like that statement either. God knows my heart. Yeah, he knows your heart. But you know your mind. Like, you decided. Yeah. To go and do what you did, you decided to to go sneak around and sneak into slide into somebody's DM. You decided to do that. Mm-hmm. It wasn't God. Mm-mm. You are a you are a free agent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're able to make your own decisions. You're not a robot when it comes to this kind of stuff. And let and let God completely change you. Mm-hmm. You know, the process is good. I'm in a process. Ooh, I'm in a process. Okay. <laughs> All right, good. So when is this process going to be over? I'm <laughs> <laughs> in this process 10 years. <laughs> you know, like, when are you going to stop doing what you're doing? Right. Because you got to make up your own mind right, right. to do that. Because he's not going to make you do that. Can't be lukewarm. No. Right. Can't be lukewarm. You got to be hot or cold. Right. You know how to deal with you. Sorry. <laughs> oh, you're good. I'm starting to talk. Like I'm in, I feel like I'm in church. <laughs> I need yes, this pastor. word. <laughs> Speak the word, pastor. I'm starting to talk. I, hold on. <laughs> so my next question is, um, why is it that politicians always come to the church for aid? When they want to keep the church out of politics, but then when they need you, they always want to come to the black church. Because mm-hmm. that's where they assume that the black folks are. <laughs> that's the only place. Is there like um, church and state? No, like in Georgia, there's a reverend that's running, right? Reverend, yeah. Um, ooh, and I was surprised. Yeah. Evolution. Not saying, I mean, right. like a good surprise. Right, right. We may need that. We need to diversify. Yeah, right. Yeah. Our government. Absolutely. Ebenezer Baptist Church. Forgot um, his name. I don't know the name either. Don't laugh at me. Starts yeah, that's where the black folks, that's where they think the black folks are. And if they can get the leader of the black community, if you can get the head, you can get the body. Right. Right. We also going to follow suit. That's why. Right. Right. They're going to talk about me in the sermon on Sunday. Yes. <laughs> Add me in, sir. Add me in. But you, but pastors, pastors have to be um, careful with that too. Because if you invite one party and you have to invite the, the other party. Be a neutral mm-hmm. yeah, you have you have to be you have to be neutral in your pulpit mm-hmm. you heard me I agree with that no you have to be neutral in your pulpit you don't have to be neutral on the side of the road right, right. so I agree with being neutral in a pulpit I, didn't, I never thought about that yeah it makes sense because you figure because you don't want to push to be yeah. a place that anybody can come right. to mm-hmm. so I can't be like you know, I don't want to just hear nobody else from coming to get the word because I'm so like, you got to go On this one Biden. Sunday, you know? I'm talking right. about Democrats. Right. <laughs> so you're not going to come next Sunday when I'm, you know, really giving something. And I'm trying to like reach you. Yeah, yeah. that's so true. I, that makes yeah. perfect sense. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think it's cool because, you know, sometimes when people are like, oh, I'm praying, like people are 
I'm praying for Trump or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think not like I'm praying because I want Trump to win, mm-hmm. but praying like for like his mind and that he makes like the right choices. And I think people think that that's not possible. Well, Whereas should, I think we absolutely should be praying pray for our, always, our leaders. Yes, yes, because we should always be praying praying for our <laughs> for our leaders. Like I always say, like. You may not respect the man behind the office, but right. you just respect the office. The office right. Yeah. Just um, like your pastor. If your pastor is like cray cray, you don't, you know, okay to the man, but you respect the um the office. Mm-hmm. Like touch not my anointing, do right. my prophet no harm. Right. I mean, bars. I'm not gonna pray for him, but somebody gonna right. pray for him. Joe got bars today. <laughs> right. <laughs> I do, I pray for I don't pray for him particularly, but I do pray for our government, just that they make the right Right choices and right. decisions and that they that they let God lead them because we got some crazy people mm-hmm. <laughs> in, office. in office and this is so prayer is I necessary about, I was to say Connecticut I think about like the United States like we have a lot of liberties we have a lot of freedom mm-hmm. and imagine like on other countries their government gets um, overthrown and what the other changes and stuff they have to go through there's civil wars and, sh- mm-hmm. and stuff <laughs> <laughs> It was flowing. I'm sorry. Talk. <laughs> talk to But talk. just like, what do they, they have to go? We don't have to go through that. Yeah. And I'm so glad. Like, yeah, thank God. The land of the free. One good thing about this place. Right. <laughs> it's in the Constitution. Right. But I did, we, you just hit on something and I wanted to um, talk about it. Um, your calling. <laughs> like how do you deal with like your you know and at our age like not knowing your calling or what your purpose is and trying to walk in that because i know like i'm very hard-headed mm-hmm. and sometimes <laughs> don't like shake like you oh, agree <laughs> be neutral <we> say. right <laughs> Sometimes God could be speaking because I know how God speaks to me. And I just be like, nah, that, that's not you. Like, <laughs> you're not saying this is my calling. So I like kind of turn from it. But like, how do you deal with that? Like you're calling in your, and walking in your purpose. Um, usually what will happen is that when you. Our thing is, is that you, when you hear from God, I'm sorry, I'm banging again. <laughs> <laughs> when you hear from God and um, you have to listen to him, like, that's, that's the big thing. You know, sometimes we are um, so, uh, so let's see, we're stubborn. Mm-hmm. We're stubborn people. We're stubborn people. So mm-hmm. sometimes it's like, no, God, I want to do this. No, I'm calling you to this specific people in this specific time. No, God, I want to do this. Jonah had to get thrown off a ship, put in the belly of a fish, mm-hmm. <laughs> and taken to the place where he needed to go. So my prayer is that um, Joanne... <laughs> doesn't have to get thrown off a fish <laughs> thrown off a ship into the belly will. of a fish <laughs> she, she uh, and will. taken <laughs> to and you know what I'm saying that's that's my thing when you when you're dealing with your calling when you're dealing with a lot of other stuff you have to just listen yeah you have to listen to what God is really doing like any any good lesson any good teacher you know you you listen to that good teacher you know, oh man, I've learned a lot of stuff from him or her. 
you know, and that's why I follow them. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Put that in my notes. Like, that's part of the relationship. Like, you pray, you talk, but you also, like, you talking, you don't think he going to respond? Right. <laughs> <laughs> so you got to, like, listen. Yeah. Sometimes that just requires you just to just be still. Just sit in there. And, yeah, yeah, be still. Just be still. That's Go why ahead, every Danny. Saturday. I, I be knowing. I don't yeah. know. Danny do be knowing. I be having the bars on the love. <laughs> <laughs> Little revelations here. <laughs> I got you. That's super important, though, because I always have to tell that to myself, too. It's like, you know how you pray for God, like, if this person isn't for me or if this isn't, this job isn't for me, like, let me know. But you got to be okay when he lets you know. You You got to be okay with that. (laughs) Yeah. Like, in, in, um, (sighs) oh, God. Um, (laughs) my wife and I, when, when we met. Shout out to Lady Griffin. Yeah. Shout out to my boo, Lady O. Um, God literally told me that's that's her, mm-hmm. and I was like, God, nah, like. <laughs> Were you praying for it, or you just like? No, I was, I was, I was, was praying. Okay. I was, I was ready to get married. Okay. Um, I was like, nah, that she's not my type. Like, she's like, he was like, yo, that's I her. Got you. Like, listen, I got you. You don't know your type. I know your type. <laughs> right. <laughs> And it's like, it's sometimes God is going to give you what you need mm-hmm. rather More. than what you want. Not what you want, absolutely. You know, and to tell the story, my wife still, she don't like me too much. <laughs> she's not, you know, she's like, And Ew? they're a dynamic duo. Like, Ew, you know great. how I always say to you guys, <laughs> no, they are a dynamic duo. How I always say to you guys, I don't really know a pastor couple that really love each other. Like, that has a good ministry, but hasn't also a good marriage. Mm-hmm. So they might have the ministry portion, but they don't really look like they're fond of each other. And <laughs> I can only honestly say that they, the Griffins, <laughs> have both. Like they are a dynamic duo on the pulpit and they love each other like off the pulpit. Keep that's it one, my only keep it 100. That's my only like relationship model that I have in Christ. Like, I don't have another, like, model in Christ. Like, oh, okay. They're the only ones. Yeah, that's how it was for me and my pastor. Don't sit here and bust my bubble now. Let Go me ahead. keep going. No, I gotta t- no, I gotta keep going 100 Go with ahead. you. When you get married, it is not easy. Mm-hmm. We, we got this Huxtable mentality. It's not the Huxtables. It's not, what's this, any new group, any new people out? Not uh, really. I don't know. No, not really. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they, I no. Yeah, no, because, you know, they cheating and going back. Right. Emotional cheating and all that. All that, yeah. right. <laughs> it's not easy. It's, I always say it like this. It's like two very fast cars mm-hmm. running directly into each other mm-hmm. with no brakes. And you got to be able to mess two lives together and be okay with the messiness that he has mm-hmm. and the messiness that she has. Clean it up together. Yeah, y'all got to clean it up together. Y'all not, no, it's not perfect. None of this stuff is perfect. Please, <laughs> please don't go into marriage and saying like, oh, this is perfect. I, oh, I love them. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. What they say, you only get 80%? Mm-hmm. 80-20. The 80-20 yeah, it could, rule. It could be 80-20, 50-50, 60-4, whatever. <laughs> It could be whatever you want it to be, but, you know, it's work. Yeah. It's work, work. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> I work, was going to bring up, you just talking and, you know, some people 
say they don't know how to talk to God. Like, mm-hmm. they got to come to him formally when they don't understand, like, he, you could talk to him regular. Talk like, to him like he you talk to your where friends. you are at. Yeah. I think a lot of people think that, like, that <laughs> church and Christianity, like, is, like, we talked about already. Like, you got to be this prim and proper person. And no, like, you can talk to God like you talk to your homie. Like, look. Right. Because he is your homie. Like, <laughs> like he really he's the is. realest one of your team. And right. then, like, he chooses people sometimes. Like, I think I was saying this earlier about the messenger. Like, he chooses. Like, he makes people, like, somebody with the gangster look or whatever to tap into those groups. No, exactly. Exactly. What the like, so somebody again. that looks like you. Because, you know, if somebody will come to in. To relate. Like, Right. So you so can relate to. And this is like with anything. If somebody coming into the hood or prim and proper, they may not receive what right. you're saying. Right. They right. may not try to buy what you're selling. Right. right. So you want somebody to look like you so the message can get across. Right. right. And we're not talking like somebody looking like you as in, let me put on and pretend like, no. you know, but like if a normal person can come and give you the word, like, especially like, you know, I have the youth pastors and they they tend to be more casual than, mm-hmm. you know, your older. And some people don't know how to receive that. But mm-hmm. it goes back to what we've been saying. It's the message and not the messenger. Mm-hmm. Right. The, the last, for these last, since the pandemic, this is what I, I've been wearing. Jeans, hoodies, t-shirts. And because it's comfortable for me. Right. 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 But I know how to, how to flip it. Because I work at one of the biggest banks in America. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't go into work like this, sometimes things, um, uh, assignments and people call me, hey, Pastor Greg, I need you to come. I can't go like this. Right. You got to put on the full armor. Mm -hmm. I have to put on a suit. Mm -hmm. I have to put on, maybe have to put on a robe. Mm -hmm. But, you know, you have to know know, where you're going and the time and the place. You know, I can't come in. I can't come in. Um, Playing Biggie, I can't do that. Right. You know, oh, Biggie was my generation. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we had a little Biggie. Oh, okay. Are you, <laughs> wait, is it disrespecting us? <laughs> well, I mean, I would like to think that's a backhanded compliment a little bit because look, he's saying that we're young. Yeah. So I'm yes. like, okay, I dig that, but yeah. I did get a chance to experience some <laughs> notorious Big. Right. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, but you know, but I can't do that in certain areas. You know. I listen to Biggie, but Brooklyn. You know what I'm saying? I can't be Biggie in the pulpit. Right. <laughs> to an extent. To an extent. Oh, yeah, he was, I mean, to an extent. He was a vivid storyteller. You can right. be a storyteller. He, well. right. he was. It was all a dream. <laughs> <laughs> it's a time and a place. Joseph had a dream. <laughs> no, I've thought about the J song though. Which one? It was all a dream when he's talking about his dream with Biggie. Oh, yeah. And Eve, I mean, not Eve. God. Faith was on it. Yeah. <laughs> Sidetrack, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> As usual. That's our norm. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But we're going to wrap up. We are. Thank you yes, for thank you. pulling up to the group. Yes. Um, let the it. folks know where they can find you if they want to come sit in on one of your sermons. Where's your church? Uh, church. Uh, where's my church? Oh. Um, church is on uh, 44 Lake Avenue in yep. Greenwich, Connecticut. Yep. We start at 2 o'clock. We're right across the street from the, the emergency room oh, okay. in Greenwich. Um, we're not there now. What's the name? Uh, Roberson Memorial. That is uh, my mother's. I took over for my mom when she passed, when she passed away. Um, 
good transition, but it's a transition mm-hmm. in itself. <laughs> oh, he don't want to talk. He don't want to talk about that. Y'all, y'all, call, y'all call me back. Um, but yeah, uh, 44 Lake Avenue, Greenwich, Connecticut, on uh, Facebook, Instagram, Pastor Greg. Uh, I don't know what else. Outside of my home, um, Robeson Memorial is probably my favorite place to worship. Like, I love my church, but I love worshiping at Robeson Memorial. Um, But before we wrap up, I do want to say that thank you so much for coming. And I want to say that you we talked about this briefly before um, we started filming. And I really, really appreciate you coming and I want to let you know, like, I don't reach out to anybody. Whenever there's something wrong with me, I don't even reach out to my own pastor. Like, I do not reach out because I'm like, sometimes I feel like the spirit isn't genuine mm-hmm. and not, they're not going to really work on me mm-hmm. or help me. Mm-hmm. And before the pandemic, my aunt died mm-hmm. and I came back and I felt like, oh, my God, some, so many things were happening at that moment. And I felt like. I was going to lose my mind. And I literally wrote a message to you, but I didn't send it because God was like, you have to work on you and you have to pull yourself out of this. I, you were the only person I knew that I could call to help me get out of it. Mm -hmm. And the only person I would call, Mm -hmm. but God said, trust in yourself. Cause I don't always trust in myself to pull myself through, but I may pull you through. Mm-hmm. And have and have faith that I can pull you through, but I don't always have faith that I can pull myself through. But I want to thank you for knowing that I could be, I could text you, right. and that you would be there. Text me, you child. know, to pull me through. Text me, child. I'm right here. <laughs> yeah, I know, but you know, <laughs> you know. Okay, so normally Joe gives us a positive vibe <laughs> to leave off on, so we're leaving it on to you. you. Give us a positive vibe. Give us a word for the week. week. Oh, word for the week. Well, um, working on this um, for this week, um, through all the trepidations, through all the fears, through all what's going on with the pandemic, with all that's going on in our lives personally and corporately, um, God told me just to tell you just to do it again. Do, do it again and do it anyway. Do it anyway. <laughs> 